We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. We got a little something special for you today, at least I think. Got the OGs with y'all today. Vince and I were both at practice today. Sean Davis was at practice today. Yeah. Sean Styers is at practice today. IB was rolling deep today, but Vince and I are here with you to kind of go over what we saw from today's practice, Vince. we uh, It was a full open practice, so we got to see a lot. Uh, Notre Dame went through a lot of it. It was clearly like a... a a package day. The defense was working on a lot of their blitz stuff. A lot of, yeah. their, uh, a lot of recognition. Was, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame's offense was working on a lot of their blitz beaters, obviously very competitive practice Vince, mm-hmm. I thought, even though yeah. the only, the only period that was really kind of full go was the one at the very end, but still very competitive, very uh, physical practice. I thought, and uh, offense won some, Defense won some. Honestly, yeah. as, a, as an offensive coordinator, this day would have drove me nuts. As a mm-hmm. defensive coordinator, this day probably would have drove me nuts. Maybe not as much as the offensive coordinator. As a head coach, I'd love today's practice. Because both sides of the ball had periods where I thought they won the deal. I thought I think if I had to give like a winner overall, I'd say the defense won yes. today. Agreed. There was, you know, And I don't think that's debatable, but I thought there was things we saw from the offense that I'd have liked to build on this. But when you have days where it's a heavy blitz day, it, this early in spring, you're going to have the defense ahead. And those oh, yes. things. I think that's something that people need to understand is context is important, Vince. Yes. And when you're practice five or so in, and it's a heavy blitz day, and the defense was bringing some – we can't really get into what they were doing, but they were bringing some really <laughs> intricate second-level blitzes. Yes. You're going to have some periods where you're just not going to get time. But I also thought there were some things that, we, that I liked. The late team period – they broke off a couple really big plays in that final uh, team period. Had a couple players that we don't hear a lot about that had really good practices, Vince. Overall, I was very happy with it, right? Very happy with today's practice. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. You know the one thing I don't ever want to see at practice is one side just dominate the other side. That's mm-hmm. usually not a good thing. And even though the defense was the better unit today, I don't think it's necessarily debatable for me. Uh, it was a competitive practice and both sides had their fair share of wins. And so that's what, that was one of my big takeaways. And and the thing that we've thought, talked a lot about Vince, the speed, you saw that again today as well from both sides of the ball. There's no doubt. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, there's speed, there's athleticism. I mean, it's a, it's it's like watching a different group of people than we've watched in the past. And then you add in to the fact that there's some new coaches and you got to see kind of how they do things. And then just the, I mean, we can talk overall stuff. We'll, we'll get into it. There's a lot of little things that I kind of noticed that are different. And then there's big things that I noticed that are different. I mean, the way that the program deals with recruits at practice, that's something we've never seen before. Like, it, it's just... It's just completely, completely different and kind of fun to watch, if I'm being honest with you. Like, I, I really enjoyed watching uh, Chad Bowden bring recruits over to Marcus Freeman, kind of whisper yeah. in his ear at first. And that, you yeah. know, it was kind of like those those political dramas that you watch when they've yeah. got, like, their their aide that, like, it's uh, Mr. and Mrs. Joe Smith. And they, yes. their daughter's headed yes. off to college. And, you know, and then he's like, hey, you know, it was just, it was really... It was just a well-oiled machine, uh, the way things were going. And then you could tell certain recruits were given some special treatment, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah. no, it was just – I felt like Margaret Freeman was more cool. time with the recruits today than he did with the team, which is – I mean, he oh, did. Oh, there's no doubt. He did. I mean, early on, like during it individual – It felt that way, yeah. Once they got to team periods, he was locked in on the team. But, like, during individual stuff – uh, we saw Deuce Knight on campus today. He literally did not leave Gino Gadouli's side once the once Correct. the practice got started. So it was he was I mean the court and I mean like the core he was with the quarterbacks the entire time. But we'll uh, we'll have plenty to talk about with recruiting down the road, Vince. I I think overall it was a, a quality practice. We're going to go offense and then defense yeah. as we kind of dive mm-hmm. through today's practice and and get into it. And uh, just overall, Vince, first, just your your thoughts of what you saw from the offense. We'll get into specific players. You can mention them now, but we'll get in. We're trying to go position by position uh, as as we dive into this more uh, moving forward. But just overall, yeah. just overall impression from the offense today. Yeah, overall, I think uh, there was one point. So so they do things a little bit differently. They kind of built they build up to team, and and so they go do some individual stuff. They do some stuff with couple of different position groups and then they do routes on air and they do you know 
it was kind of fun to be honest with you because they had five quarterbacks and five quarterbacks were throwing like mm-hmm. every single rep. And, you know, they were doing some five wide stuff. I, I texted you at one point during, during practice. And I was like, they're going five wide here. Where are we? Like <laughs> never cool. seen that before, yes. <laughs> you know? And, and it, and it was five wide with a running back obviously. So, but it was just, it was interesting to watch some of the schemes that they were doing and, and kind of the way that they were going about things. And, they, and at one point you came over to me and you're like, have you seen a ball on the ground yet? Yeah. And I was like, no. During RVA. I mean, yeah. RVA. RVA. Yeah. Routes versus air that no, I mean, it was, it was just, it was very clean. The the throws were good. The routes were good. It was just very clean. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was, it was kind of, honestly, it was fun to watch. It was just a yeah. very crisp period of practice. Right. Uh, you know, then we were able to watch some of the offensive line stuff. I was very impressed with a lot of the thing. I focused kind of on the starting group, you know, uh, when they were doing some one-on-ones and some combo work and some things like that. I was impressed with that first group and that first kind of 1A, 1B group, I guess you could say, because they were rotating some certain guys in with the ones. I was very impressed in certain ways. And then it was like, okay, there's some room for improvement there as well. But I, overall, it was a, it was a good look. Uh, when once they went to team, some of the the I think what was disappointing, and I I, I want to be as I don't want people to like freak out. Like that's not my intention here. It's gonna right? happen anyway, so just say. I, I mean, that's right. just okay. the reality of it. Someone's <laughs> gonna take what we say today, and you're right. M- m- Notre Dame's gonna go five and seven because of what they did on an April first practice. So just say <laughs> right. it. Might as well right. Just say they, it. they were not very crisp in the passing game once they went to full yeah. team. I mean, they just weren't. Yeah. I mean, there were some balls that were high. There were balls that were low. There were drops. And, um, and that's that, where that that's where that uh, that's why I thought it was important to talk about. It was a blitz day. Yes, right. I mean, so it wasn't just them every, going through their normal. I mean, yes. they blitzed every every single, single play. Right. Yes, every yeah. single play. Yeah. And obviously, the the second team offense struggled more than the first team offense because that they're going to with except pressure. in that last team period. I thought the second team offense. Right. I think the second team offense is the ones that open up they actually that long the run ball. by Jabron. They actually move. They actually move the yeah. ball, uh, which yeah. the first team offense did not. So you're right. Um, they they had more success there at the very very end. So um, yeah, it, it was. I, I wanted to be more crisp, especially after watching the RVAs and watching the quarterbacks just put it in the chest of guys just over and over and over and over. I was hoping to see that in team, but you're right. It was a blitz period, so that's to be expected to a degree. But again, there were drops. There were, you know, some throws I may not have made, but they're going to make them in practice kind of a situation, right? So uh wasn't the most crisp, but, yeah. you know, I still, I'm still really excited about this offense overall. Yeah, I am too. I mean, you see the talent and, you know, we didn't see Logan Diggs today. We didn't see Jerry Price right. today. We I saw, saw him very, had a white hood on. He was yeah, there. <laughs> very little of Jaden Thomas. Did you notice that during team? I did, yeah. Fine. I call. think honestly, he was there during individual. He did some one on ones. I think it was just a rest day, is, okay. is my guess. I because he looked fine. Because uh, you know how it is, Vince. Sometimes you just have that. I've heard Jaden's been really good so far in spring ball. Probably just a day where it's like, hey, man, let's just let's pull back on you today. You know, and you do that throughout spring ball. You have days where some guys are just not going to get as much, um, you know, as much work. But uh, we saw a lot of Chris Tyree in the slot, for example, because of that. So, I mean, there were, there were, there were some guys not, not out there today, which yeah. is going to matter. But uh, the thing I, I so let's kind of go quarterbacks, Vince. I, I thought um, uh, kind of going through it. I, I thought Sam Hartman was really good in one-on-ones. 
and I thought he was pretty good in seven on seven. Um, I thought during the during the team periods, I thought the timing was really off for him and the receivers, and he was missing high a lot. And you saw that, like he had two in cuts to Chris Tyree that were just that mm-hmm. were high. Chris should have caught one of them. I mean, yep. flat out should have caught the stop route. It was a little high, but and that's going to be one of the issues with Chris Tyree, and one of the reasons why I'm not sure if he's necessarily a full time receiver. Vince, because he's Agreed. still learning a lot of the parts of it. He's not a Rondell Moore that's been playing receiver all the time. And he has a very small catch radius. I mean, you can't miss high on him or that ball is going to get tipped mm-hmm. up in the air. I think part of the thing today from the, the the team stuff too was you gotta give some credit to the defense. The defensive, and we'll get into that, get into that as well. I thought they weren't the windows were mostly small. They were really getting a good push at times and with their pressures. I didn't think the pass pro today was great during during the team periods, especially right. with the first team offensive line. Uh, I so I think that factored into it as well. I think the timing was thrown off, which is what a blitz period should, right. is supposed to be about. You know, sure. I mean, if if you're blitzing all day and your offensive line has all day to th- get, he's giving your quarterback all time to, all day to throw. Not only do you have a really good offensive line, but you have a very bad pass rush situation going on. And I mean, there was a time times Vince today where where we saw uh, where we saw. Uh, I mean, it was like three guys, right? I mean, like three vipers on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I knew what you were doing, Vince. I was saying, don't. It's all good. <laughs> we're, we're caught up, is what I meant to say. Okay. So I, mean, I did that. Uh, yeah. So we're we're good down there. Uh, but I thought that was the thing for me. It, uh, Vince was. Uh, you, you, that's just kind of what you. If, if if it was a great win for the offense today, we'd have problems. We'd sure. have very big problems because of the nature of what today's practice was. And it's fine to say that the defense won today. It is, and there's no excuses for it. It's just context. Yeah. And any football coach will tell you, if you have a day where you're working on your dime packages and you're blitzing a lot and your offense rips up your defense, your defense is, have, has major problems. Mm-hmm. And But what, what was the offense able to do? They were able to get some big plays and draw some penalties. That's what you're going to do. against. So, for example, I thought Tyler Buckner also had a, a bit of a rough day. I thought he was good during that last team period, like the first – he took the first reps with that lat that that when they went team, he was out there first because both quarterbacks got some right. time with the ones. And on the first play of team, they bring a blitz off the edge, and he just swings it out to Audric. I mean, just quickly rips it out to Audric before the defense could react. Audric makes one cut, and it's boom, he's gone. You know, he's he's off yeah. for a big play. Next play, they bring a blitz. They're playing off man to the boundary. Tyler hits his drop and just rips a stop route to Tobias Merriweather to move the chains. You know, so he he was really good. Next play, he had a pivot route to Mitchell Evans. So, I mean, it started off good for the team, the offense then, and then the defense started to kind of hit some of their pressures. So, but I thought Tyler started well during that team period. And, you know, he he was a seven on seven was a rough period for Tyler. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. again, it was they were they were playing a lot of press coverage. I, th- I thought the receivers had some tough times today getting off of the, the press a little bit for me. I thought that was something that I didn't like to see. T- and so quarterback-wise, it was solid. It, here's Steve Angeli's thing. When Steve was out there during like one-on-ones in Indy, he was throwing some ropes. Mm-hmm. When he got out to seven-on-seven seven to team, he was bad. He was he had a, he was just – he was rushing everything. His like he – like when – Tyler's – Okay, ball's got to come out quick. Bam, rip that sucker off. But it's it's sped up. It's not rushed. 
Like Steve was just flat out rush. I mean, he was just on his heels, thrown on his heels. Yeah. Did you see that, Vince? Like, he, yes, he's like, okay, absolutely. That's he threw off his bug. back foot a few, a that's few the different young times. Bugs. He's not ready yeah. for that. We didn't really see. Right. I didn't see notice. Kenny, Kenny didn't in any get team. any team yeah. work because they only no. went they only went ones, twos, and threes yeah. like across the board. Because also in the spring, you got to remember you're going to be short on personnel like and, there's, time. and 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 time, time as well. So right. you're not going to go four deep with an entire team because even. Even the threes were a bunch of walk-ons for the most right. part. I mean, it was, it, for the most part. Um, right. So, yeah, uh, they didn't go to four, so Kenny didn't get any time today. Right. In team. In team. Right. So, quarterback, Vince, uh, we've talked a lot about quarterbacks in the past. Off day today. I, 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 now, I thought Sam was really good during the red zone period. Oh, man. When he came down there. He threw some Talk nice- about that one ball that he had. Yes. That was best. So he had a couple really nice fade routes today. Yes. Uh, I think was Steve the one that threw that? No, he, uh, it was, it was, I think it was Sam had two great balls today. Let me just check to make sure that that second one was actually Sam. I don't want to give him credit for a throw that somebody else made. Uh, it was Sam. Yeah. He made two great, great touchdown throws today. Let me just find it real quick. I believe, I believe that's the one he threw one to Dion. There was, there was two balls that he threw today that were really, really impressive. So anyway, the one that we're talking about is they're running – they're in the red zone. It's like here's the back line of the end zone, and, and Notre Dame has that route where they'll kind of work in and then run an in-cut right on the back line. Brady Quinn used to hit this a million times to Jeff Samarjan most of all back in 05 and 06. That's the route we're yep. referring to. And we're watching it, and – I mean, Benjamin Morrison played it perfectly. Dion mm-hmm. somewhat telegraphed it, but it's also like they're they're working on that route. You've seen it six times already, so Benjamin kind of cheated a little bit, if we're being completely honest. But he played it perfectly and beat Dion inside. Uh, so so I'm more he's trying to work inside of Benjamin, but Benjamin won't let him get inside. Mm-hmm. And so so what Sam did is Sam just said fine and just threw it straight on a line to the outside and forced Dion to stop. In turn, and Dion did and made a great catch, and Benjamin's still running inside. It's like, dude, that's such a savvy throw. And he yeah, threw some, that's a he veteran did, throw. Put some gas on it too. Yeah, he did. You know, and so I thought that was a great, great ball, great ball that he threw, and it just kind of shows his veteran experience. He threw a couple really nice, uh, really nice balls to Tobias Merriweather. I thought Tobias was of the receivers had the best day today i thought he's very it, but consistent he today. had a lot just the quarterbacks kept like steve was missing yeah. them during one-on-ones he was right. getting open they were just missing them yeah but uh you but, know i thought that was the part that you start you see you'll see sam's savviness his veteran experience there's a couple times that, that he threw in completions where you're like that's on the receiver it looked i mean he wasn't close but you're like that's on the re- receiver's got to see that and he tried to throw like a cover two hole throw and it was way behind was it Dion? Or was it Loren? I can't. I think it was might have been Dion, but it's like Dion's got to see what the coverage is doing. He's got to see that it's cover yeah. two. He's got to know that that he's got to know he's got to kind of right. tread you know tread water a little bit and wait for that back shoulder throw. So it looked like a bad throw from Sam, but it was actually the receiver not recognizing the the coverage and reacting to it well enough. But then other times he would miss wide, he'd miss high or miss high, uh, and that came a lot from the defense, but. And there's a couple misses that him and Tyler both had where it's like, that's heck of a play by the defensive back. Yes. You know, and and yeah, you know, that that was kind of part of it too. So that that was my overall thoughts of the quarterbacks today. And I, I I thought Kenny didn't wasn't getting a lot of zip on the ball today. And I wonder if today was kind of a scale back with him day too, because he's got still coming back from the shoulder thing. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if today might have been a pitch a, count. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just that's my opinion. We don't know that for a fact, but it's just kind of something that I that I saw that I noticed uh, a little bit today from uh, from the from the the team period, and maybe not throwing with the same zip that we saw him throw with the other day is what I is kind of what I thought. I will I will also mention the fact that I don't believe and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Tyler was down in doing the red zone throws. I think it, it was just no, he was, it, it was so, just eighteen and ten, right? It was and it was eighteen and eight early on and, and then, then Sam came up. down yes. later. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So Tyler stayed down with the run game. They were working on run game stuff. So that's why Tyler wasn't down there and I, for that. And I and I thought that uh that Steve made a couple of nice throws down there in the red zone when they were just yeah. doing some one-on-ones. Uh, I, he I, he was not good early on, but as right. he settled in he threw a couple of nice balls. And that's the thing is he he threw some nice one-on-ones. It's just when you put team a was, pass rush in yeah, there and, and speed things up a little bit, it was a little right. tougher for him. Uh, but I will also say, you know, as far as Sam Hartman is concerned, his touch on some of those fade balls was just yeah. beautiful. I mean, just and again, that comes just with experience, man. Like mm-hmm. knowing where to put the ball and just having the touch on the ball. It was it was nice to see, and there were guys going up making plays too. You know. Uh, I, I was I was pretty impressed by where he was able to put the ball and and how he was able to put the ball there. So um, it was fun to watch. It was literally like right in front of us. I mean, we were just watching this go down, and it was uh, it was good. It was really really good. Let's talk about the running backs a little bit, Vince. Yeah, I think first of all, Audric looks great. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't think he looks smaller. I think he looks leaner. I think there's a difference. Like he doesn't look smaller. He's still ripped. He just looks a little leaner. And it's really helped his foot quickness. I was going to say, that's the biggest thing you noticed today. Yeah, his foot quickness is really good. Just a little bit, just a little bit quicker, you know, and and you're right. That that burst, that vertical burst that we saw on that swing pass, that to me was like, okay, yeah, that's where you see it. Like, you don't see it when he's running the ball between the tackles, but you can see it when he was, right, but you can see it when he's catching the ball outside and then he catches it, and it's just like, oh, okay, there's a little, little something extra there. Like, yeah, I agree with you completely. Uh, and I didn't notice him physically looking any any less, right, from where I was at up top. Uh, but you could tell that he's gotten just a little bit quicker, and yeah. that makes a huge difference. Because he was a pretty flippant. I mean, he averaged six yards, 6.8 yards to carry last year. It was right. it 5.9 yards to carry last year. So he was already at six yards to carry last year. Right. He is a little bit more oomph, which is what we saw today. Now we'll see if he still has that during the, during the fall because I've tried to explain this to people. Your body, your body's going to be different at different times. Sean and I were talking about Blake Fisher, for example, and Blake looks a little too thin to me. Mm-hmm. Part of me wonders though is if they really wanted to work some of the remaining baby fat off and then rebuild him with muscle and get that five to eight pounds back in muscle. You, 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 that that's but that's where you are. I mean. Paul, um, Paul, I was about to say Paul Longo. Uh, Matt Bayless is not worried about getting players ready to play a game in August right. today. He's trying to get them where they need to be for where they are at this time of the offseason. And part of me wonders if, you know, where Audric is on that too is get some, maybe get some of the weight off and then build it back better a little bit, build it back a little bit leaner. Oh, sure. so build, build it back better. Oh, no. Uh, build it back leaner. Um, and, and you wonder if that's kind of where it's going to be. So he looked good as we expected him to. Caught the ball a lot today. I, one thing I did love yeah, from the quarterbacks, did. they were more than willing to throw checkdowns. Mm-hmm. More than willing to throw checkdowns, and that's and then obviously that you had the the swing route which I liked, and so they're playing a blitz period, and so the running backs obviously did a lot of pass pro, 
they did their fair share of releasing their backs too because that's mm-hmm. another way to bleed, beat the blitz is, okay, you want to bring edge pressures, fine. We're going to throw the ball outside and get our running back in space. And they had a couple throws like that. And so I thought that was uh, that was good to see. And you saw Audric get that one. He got vertical, made a – I mean, just a – was it Marist? Just embarrassed Marist in space. Like, because, you know, you're, you're thinking, okay, I got I to gotta brace for impact even in a non-tackle yeah. drill. You're still got to brace for impact. And Audric was running straight, and Maris was trying to get that angle, and Audric just hit him with a quick inside juke, and Maris – I mean, that's not a shot on Maris. Every single linebacker was about to get juked on that play. I mean, it was yeah. just a great play by Audric on that particular play. But I don't want to spend any more time on Audric Estime. We know he's a dude. Yeah, I was loving what I saw from Jabron Payne today, Vince. Yeah, he looked I mean, we'll, fast today. We'll talk about the the big play, but it it, it it's not that. I, I don't care about that, honestly. I mean, it's great. You know, offensive line opened up a big hole. You ran through it right. for a 50-yard gain. There was all the other stuff that we saw from him today. The question we had when Notre Dame signed him is, are we going to get to see the guy we saw as a sophomore or not? the really quick, explosive, shifty guy that we saw when he was a sophomore, and then the next two years he tears his ACL in game one as a junior. He's banged up his whole senior year. I'm just like three yards of carry. Are we ever going to see that guy again? Today, we saw that guy. That quickness, that burst, Vince, was there. My favorite run was not the 50-yard run, which we'll walk through what happened on that. Did you see the duo? Because what you often understand is Vince and I aren't watching the same thing all the time. We're trying to right. watch different things. We were in different time. spaces right. most at of times, the time, yeah. actually. Yeah. Did you see the duo jump cut he had, outside jump cut he had? Sean and I were watching that. So they're yep. running duo, and the he's running straight downhill, and the defensive end crashes in front of Blake. I think it was Blake Fisher's face, or was it Emil Wagner? might have been Emil Wagner. I think it was Emil. So, and, and Emil just kind of shields him off, and so Jabron jump cuts that, and then explodes vertically and may got eight yards, but it was such a great, I mean, you just saw that jump land boom. I mean, that, that explosiveness was there, the balance, the foot. I don't think people understand how hard it is to jump cut land. And as you're landing, you're getting into sprinter right. mode. Right. That, that is what separates the really talented backs from this. The guys that are you know, not playing at a place like Notre Dame, you know what I mean? That was my favorite run of the day from him, to be completely honest with the events, was that, where you just saw, okay, that vision, that quickness, the explosiveness, everything was, like, efficient. Like, there was no, yeah. like, uh-oh, what do I do? Got to do a right. lean. No, it's just, bam, jump, plant, get vertical, maximize your yards. Really liked what I saw from Jabron Payne today. He was outstanding, man. So, let's just say, we said this before spring, if you're a running back, you better hope you don't miss too much time with an injury because yeah. – you don't want anyone else to get th- that kind of action because today, I don't know what he's done the other practices, but today, well, we had an intel piece that talked a little bit about what we saw. And Vince, honestly, he was an even even better. We've heard yeah. he's he's been good this spring, actually. He was I'll the best I've now. seen, but we like, haven't seen a whole lot of the running backs, right. obviously. But right. today, he was, he was, he was good. And he, and he got he got a lot of opportunity because right. Logan wasn't backs. dressed. Yeah. I mean, he got a lot of opportunity today because after – after uh, Payne, it was walk-ons. Uh, I believe it was Ketterer, I think, was the next one in. And then there was also um, a number 30. He's a grad kid. It, it, either way, it was they were walk-on kids, right? And so, you know, he got a lot of opportunity today, and he took advantage of it. And, right. and, I will, and look, I'll also be honest with you. Uh, when he made that big long run that we're going to talk about, you know who was cheering the loudest because he was right in front of me was Logan Diggs. Yes. He, he was yes. super pumped up about it. So, yeah. you know, they, they still have that brother in, in that, you room. Love that room. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I, I was I was very impressed. And who was right behind Logan Diggs cheering for him? Jadarian Price. I mean, <laughs> right. again, that's just kind of where you want to be. But yeah. he looked really good today, and he's filled out his lower body. He's really good. He's got a he's not big, Vince, but he definitely has that running back build. Yeah, like he's short and squatty. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I didn't get a chance to watch him today in pass pro, so I don't know where he was there. He catches the ball, caught the ball okay today. No good, not great. Yeah. Didn't have a you know, didn't get to do much. Just some check downs and swings and misplayed a ball behind him. He was a little tight, kind of turning back, you know, a little slide route. Yep. It looked like a bad ball, but that's actually I think it was Tyler threw it to him. And it was actually it was high. Some people thought that it was off target because behind him, it needed to be behind him because there was a, a cornerback closing in. If he leads him, he gets laid out. Yeah. So he threw it behind him. It was, just, it was here instead of here, which when the guy's five, nine and a half, that, Makes that's a little difference. harder to do. Sure. But he caught it. You know, it wasn't pretty, but he caught it. But his running today was excellent. And we'll, we'll break down the, the long run he had and what I liked about that because what he showed me today, Vince, was the, the combination that, that, that the top backs need to have. That is a combination of patience, mm-hmm. decisiveness. It may sound like it's 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 not. And then, of course, you have to have the physical tools to make those cuts. But you have to be patient. But once you anticipate or see the hole, you've got to be able to then immediately turn on the afterburners and get right. ready to get to. And we saw that from – we know Audra can do it. We know Logan can do it. We know Chris can do it. Can, can Jabron do it? Is he healthy enough to do it? Today he did. Not just the duo run. But the long run he had, it was like 50-plus yards. Mm-hmm. So they're running a – it was, it was a stretch play. It was a pistol, right? Then they motioned a pistol, yeah. if I believe, and ran a stretch play to the left. It was with the number two offensive line. Mm-hmm. And Tosh rode his guy wide. I mean, the guy can't – Tosh caught the blitzer. I should have put this in my practice report. I didn't. I forgot about this play. But Tosh caught the blitzer off the edge and just rode him way out, which was – it was a really good block. And then Quinn Murphy, who was the backup left guard today, uh, did a nice job pushing Nana out, which I didn't think he had a real good day today, which we'll get into. Push Nana out. And so Jabron actually on a stretch play cut behind the guard, mm-hmm. which you don't, you'll see that on outside zone, Vince. You don't see that a ton on stretch because the defense slanted out and the offensive lineman did a really nice job. Of just, okay, fine. You want to go outside? We're going to take you outside. So he made that early cut, but he knew. I can't just stay vertical. So as soon as he made the cut, he went back outside. Yeah. Which is just r- good instincts right there. I mean, that's what that is. But it was and all then, fluid. It was yes. all like, it was like, boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, and boom. Yes. It wasn't, yeah. it, it wasn't like stop, stoop, right. It was like. And then he outran the defense and got vertical yeah. for a big gain. And he showed some juice on that play too. Yes, he really he did. did. Yeah, he did. I mean, he only got caught on – it was the backside corner, I believe, of the safety. I forget who. But, I mean, just a good pursuit angle, but from the other side of the field, not much you can do about that after 50 yards. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, he had the wheels going up the sideline, and it it was funny. I, I remember Rocco Spindler had a decent block on that as well. He came from the right side, and he, he kind of prevented his guy from, from cross face, which was good. And he's just running behind – with his hand up like this, you know, doing the number one, like, woo! And then he got caught from behind, and he's like, oh, I got to catch up. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I just remember watching that. Yeah. But uh, it was uh, – it got – it got like the – the I don't want to say, like, the the momentum was down, like, at practice, but, like, when a play well, like that happens – like, 
Hawkins had won a lot of reps. Yes. I mean, I finally heard the offense like on the sideline because the sideline, the offense was on. They were literally underneath us where we watched practice. You didn't hear them at all. Right. Because there wasn't a whole lot to cheer about. They busted off that play, and all of a sudden you hear the offense, and they're out on the field, you know, celebrating, getting all hyped up. And so it kind of brought the enthusiasm back to practice, and it was the last thing that they were doing. And so it really was able to end practice on a good note because eventually they punched it in uh, right. for a touchdown. But it was uh, it was really fun to see. I think that, that – um... We've said before, Vince, about how loaded the running back room is, right? Well, today it was really thin numbers. Yeah, it was. But what you saw was it didn't matter. Next man in and that guy can ball too. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was uh, that was good to see. And, you know, Gibran's had a bit of a tough go of it in the last few years, you know, and has kept battling and ended up at Notre Dame. I mean, right? So, like, all of right. his injuries led him to Notre Dame, which is good. I still don't think he would have ended up at Notre Dame if he wasn't, wasn't injured because he would have signed with a Michigan or Ohio State. Yeah. But it was good to see him get a chance today and take advantage. That yes. was very, very good to see. Yeah. He got so in, that, he got yeah. he got his opportunity, and oh, yeah. uh, he was fun to watch, frankly. He was a lot of fun to watch. Let's move over to the receivers, Vince. You had mentioned earlier that you thought Tobias Merriweather was the most consistent today. I agree. Talk about what you kind of saw, even though he yeah. didn't catch a ton of balls because there was a lot of off-target throws today. But he but his, one drop, his route, just his route running was good. I mean, he he was the most consistent, and it's funny because he didn't. He just doesn't remind me of the Tobias Merriweather from last season, and I know that was only a few months ago, but he just doesn't like. He was kind of that just that skinny, lanky kid who was kind of out there figuring it out you know the whole thing right and again we weren't there all through fall you know to see what he was doing we didn't see a ton of them in the, on the field but you know last last fall he was just kind of out there he was just kind of there right and everybody had ridiculous expectations for what he was supposed to be right well, well he should have he should have played more and just we all can agree on that yeah. absolutely but he looked more polished i think so far this spring he looks like he understands what his role is, even though that role is probably the number one receiver, but like he wears it and he's gotten a little bit thicker and he runs his routes a little bit cleaner than he was running them in the, in the fall when we saw him, right. Uh, Even in games and he was running his routes fine in games, but it was, it's just different. It's a different feel for who he is. It's just, he, he looks like a completely different dude. And uh, he was way more consistent today than he ever was in any practice that I saw last well, year. Cause he got a chance to do more. I mean, last year he well, pretty much ran like three enough. routes, you know, it yeah. was all like vertical stuff. And right. You know, today we're seeing him run stop routes and yeah. digs and ends and goes and posts and slants and pivots and all that kind of stuff. So we got to see the full arsenal. And this is what you saw today, Vince is what, what I wrote about coming out of high school with him is he's a much better route runner than people realize. He's not just some tall, lanky, skinny kid that runs yeah. vertical. He knows how to play the game. He has a very good yep. feel for the game. Agreed. And you saw that today because I didn't think Tobias was necessarily on his game today. Like I know he can be and like I've seen him before. But he was getting open because he knows how to play. And that's right. the thing is you're not going to ha- you're not going to bring your A game every day from an execution standpoint. Sometimes, you know, you're, you're just you're you're your legs are heavy or not yeah. pr- from a production. Standpoint. Your legs are heavy. The ball's sure. not coming to you. You know, the type specific type of practice you're doing may not be geared towards what you do best, all those type of things. And so 
but we he, like you said, he's just he's real clean. Like his right. like, I thought the receivers as a whole struggled getting off the press today. I thought Tobias was the best at it, right? Because yeah. what Tobias yeah. understands is, and even he didn't do it every every time. It's not enough to just win at the line. You not you not, you then have to stack the guy, right? And, and that's something I thought the receivers as a whole really struggled with today. Is they were they were just releasing wide, and that was letting the corners just kind of open and run with them, and they weren't stacking at all. Mm-hmm. And and so that's why I thought a lot of them had kind of trouble getting getting off the line today. And so Tobias understood that understands that a little bit better and i thought he played well he had one one drop and i'm trying to remember what period it was in but he had one drop on a i think it was on like a stop route or an in cut or something like that but that was it other than they caught the i mean like the, the stop route he had during that team period from buckner i mean he he's yeah the, the the quick top end was great but what got him the separation that he needed on that play was he sold the go route off the ball. I mean, he looked like he was running the go route. His lang- body language is all go route, go route. And then, bam, he sinks his hips, one-twos it out of there, and he catches the ball on the stop route. And so you want to see stuff like that. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, yeah. I will say the one thing I was a little disappointed about, and it didn't have anything to do with any of the guys specifically, but the nature of practice with the blitzes and you know what they were actually working on, it prevented a bunch of long balls. Like yeah. I, I wanted to see, you know, what we've been seeing kind of in the clips, right? I wanted to see Sam yeah, Hartman see a lot of those today. chuck it deep and see what happens. He did a few you know? times, but not as much but as not, we've seen. Not as much yeah. as I was hoping for. And yeah. that's that's just me being me. But like I, I really wanted to see that. So it was a lot more underneath type stuff, and Quick it was getting stuff. the ball out quickly because you're trying to beat the blitz, which is right. exactly what you're supposed to do when that when that's the case. So I mean. I get it. I understand it. Like from a coaching standpoint, from a fan standpoint, I was a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Now, now the other receivers, I was, I was disappointed, and I shouldn't be because it's a work in progress, right? I was a little disappointed in Chris Tyree today. Uh, he had a couple drops. Um, I think he he had separation though. So yes. I read I read your piece yesterday I think it was or maybe it was the day before about your, your the offensive things that you f- found out and that the he's intel just running thing, away yeah. from guys like yes <laughs> he is 100% running away from guys there was a there was one where he was running kind of an under route and the defender was two yards behind him I mean and but but the ball wasn't in a good spot I think it was high or it was behind him one of the two and so he didn't catch it uh but man he had his guy beat so it's going to take some time for Chris mm-hmm. Tyree to understand and for the quarterbacks to understand how fast he is too uh, on some of those things. But man, if they can get that figured out, that's going to be, that's going to be a weapon, right? Yeah. That's going to be a weapon that they can exploit. Uh, there was one where like, I think you mentioned it earlier. It was a little bit high, but he needs to come down with that. Like, right. You know, it was kind of fighting the ball a little bit. You could kind of hear it hit his hands. You know what yeah. I mean? So he was kind of fighting. He was rushing it. Yeah, I think it was rushing, which is going to happen sometimes Absolutely. when the guy's learning a new position. For sure, it looked like Chris was getting a little ahead of himself a couple of times. Like, okay, I got to run before I catch it, and right. like the one stop route he dropped, he, you could see it. He's going here, but he's already looking yes over here. Like, okay, where am I going to cut? And that's where it smacked his hand. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. So again, that's going to take a little bit of time. I, I love the fact that they're just repping him at wide receiver right now yeah. because he can go catch up at running back anytime like I'm not worried about that at all uh he was doing he was running a lot with the ones like you mentioned before 
Thomas was taking less reps today. And I, I think, you know, we think it's probably I don't by think design. I saw him during any team. Yeah. Though. So Tyree was taking those slot reps with the ones, which was mm-hmm. kind of fun to watch. Uh, but, you know, he wasn't able to make some of the catches that I wanted him to make. So I was a little disappointed. But again, you can't expect miracles in practice number four or five or wherever we're at in the spring, right? I mean, it's going to mm-hmm. take a little bit of time for him to be comfortable as a wide receiver. Uh, but man, the speed is there. I mean, he's running away from guys. There's no doubt about that. It's just, it's a process, right? It's a process of just getting more comfortable playing that position. Yeah. I thought Lorenzo had an early drop in one-on-ones and then just fought the ball the rest of the day. And you can just see it even on some of the, like he had a, a, a he caught a ball on an in cut. I looked at you and I said, did he, he didn't catch that clean, did he? And you're like, no, he didn't kind of let it get into his chest. Cause he dropped that early ball. I think it was like a quick out cut. Let me see what the route was. It was the one from Lorenzo. Yeah, he ran a pivot route, just pivot, worked out. It was a good route, got himself open, and just dropped it, went right through his hands, and then thought that kind of got in his head a little bit. And um, You know what he was doing after practice, yeah. Brian? He was on the Catching jugs ball. machine. He was good. Yeah, he good. was on the jugs machine by good. himself. Good. So, I mean, I give him credit. He knows it wasn't a great day, and so he, he went back to work, and we've seen him differently in a good yeah. way in the other practices that we've yeah. been at. So – you know, I'm not, I'm not too too worried about it. To be honest with you, yeah. I'm really not. But and, and he went right back to work. So right. you know, I did like that. Well, I'm, I'm worried about it simply because you can't ignore it because it's a, sure. something he struggled with last year. So you just can't ignore it if he has a day like this. And this isn't the first time this spring he's done it. But like you said, it's good that he's getting back to work. But he just has to start being more confident in his ability to catch yeah. the football. That's the big thing. It's just right. Don't let that pile on top when you do make that kind of mistake. Because when he's right. locked in, he's quick, he's fast, yeah, he can get absolutely. open. It's just he just fights the ball sometimes. Uh, Deion Colsey had an interesting day today. I thought very inconsistent with his get off. That was an issue for him today. But his catch radius is still just outstanding. The one thing we we need to see from him more consistently, Sean Ryan is. Vince, hey, I've been around I, in a while, man. I, I know, man. I know. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> the other night, uh, the the thing is, he's a big, strong kid that doesn't always play like a big, strong kid. Yeah, and that needs to be more consistent because when he does, he's really good. And I thought the ball that Sam threw to him for that touchdown, if he's not locked in on that route and doesn't have good instincts and good body control, he does. He's not able to stop for that ball. Sam just sails it behind him and it goes incomplete. And we're like, dude, where was he throwing that ball? You know, but Dion made the great play on it. And there's other times he'll do that. He drew a, he drew a pass interference during, during, he had a really nice catch in the red zone period. Also, there's times where you look and see Dion like, man, that guy can be a star. There's just too many reps to where he allows Mm -hmm. smaller guys to beat him to the ball. Right. And that's my big thing that we saw from Dion today that's been an issue for him in the past is, uh, you know, um, just need to see him be more it's consistent. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, I mean that's really what it is. Yeah. He just needs to be more consistent because you're right. His highs are real high. Yes. But his lows are real low. Yeah. And he needs to find that consistent balance to his game so that he can be kind of like we all know that he was he was a guy that was counted on towards the end of the season. I mean, he was kind of that mm-hmm. like, okay, well, it's third and long, probably going to throw it to Colsey because he's going to make right. a play for him. You know, he did which, which was great. He did. Yeah, he did. Right, he, but they need that from him on first and second down too. You know what I mean? Right. Like they, they just need that consistency. And again, it's a bit of a work in progress. I, I you know, a yep. second year with Coach Stuckey, 
let's see how this all but even with the negative man this is a completely different looking yeah. Deion Colsey than this he's time good last player. year like yeah i mean yeah he's a good player wow yeah. there's just things he can do because of a size that nobody else can do not even tobias cuz Deion's right. physically stronger he's just than tobias thicker is. and like yeah. yeah absolutely yeah let's talk a little bit about the freshman receivers man oh Caleb Smith uh, didn't see a lot of him today uh, he played a lot but he just he's just doesn't stand out necessarily which Mm-mm. says a lot about the receiver room because he was an honorable mention all ACC player last year that averaged 18 yards a catch in the ACC yeah but he he's not nearly as big as looking as compared mm-hmm. to where he when he was at Virginia Tech because of how big the rest of the receiver room is but he had a really nice catch I'm trying to remember what route it was Vince I, and I just made a note of it he ran a really nice – yes, it was late in the team period. He ran a really nice outcut in the end zone. Getting open on an outcut in the red zone is not easy because the DBs are waiting on those routes, right? Because they don't have to worry about the – it's not like you're running a seam route from the 10. Right. You know? And so he ran a really nice route, leaned Ryan Barnes in, and then stuck the out and and caught the pass for a touchdown. And then later he he was getting held, but he made it. And this is my favorite receiver play of the day because we have seen it so little from the receivers in past years. One of the big complaints that you and I have made about the receivers in recent years, thank you, is they don't fight for the ball enough, which then not only did not make catches, but you don't draw pass interference. Right. And Caleb had a play today where he's getting held, but you couldn't see the hold because I think it was, was it, was it Benjamin Morrison or was it Jaden Mickey? I can't remember who it was. Might've been Jade. I think it was, uh, I think it was Jaden Mickey. Jaden was holding him, but it was a good hold because he was really tight to him. And you're not going to see that as a ref. And the ball was thrown like a back shoulder, and Caleb knew he was being held, and he ripped around and went for the ball and just was like flailing, right? Yeah, the one, was that like, was on the sideline right underneath yes, us, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. But it was like – it was incomplete but because the refs were there. They drew, drew the flag. flag. Drew the flag. And I'm like, if he doesn't – it wasn't a great ball either. Like It, was, it, 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 I, it, I it ended up being a like shot a shot to catch it. It ended up looking like they were attempting to do a back shoulder, they were but it, to do back shoulder, but yeah. wasn't really an accurate throw. Right. But right. but because of how he played that ball, that's that savvy veteranness of yeah. him. Because he competed for the ball aggressively, all of a sudden this tight, good hold turns into a my jersey's being ripped out. And oh, it, it tur- almost turned into a bear hug. Right. Like it was right. such an obvious pi right. at that point. That, yeah, but it doesn't if he doesn't right. compete for the football. Yeah, and that's what I like to see from him today. I, I was happy to see that. He had a couple nice, he had a couple nice reps in the red zone that uh, you know where he uses size. He just has he's still getting used to the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're asking him to do a couple different things, but you know, he's solid. He looks solid. Freshman wise, Braylon James really fast. Today was a rough day for him because he still has a lot to learn as a route runner. Sure, a lot to learn. And today they were. They were on him. They were pressing on him, and and he still has a lot to learn. And, and co- wasn't a great day from the receivers, but you know what I loved, Vince, is Coach Stuckey was all over them today. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was all over the. He oh. got on Braylon James for for not blocking hard, for not getting after in the run game. He got over got on, on the young guys. Great house. There was a yeah. he. They weren't uh, getting lined up. He caught. He caught. Well, there was one where he caught the ball and he was going to the outside, and the play was almost over, but. I believe it was Barnes knocked the ball out, mm-hmm. just punched the ball out. And of course the defense recovered and they're all celebrating it. And Stucky just crawled up his backside. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you've got to protect the football. Right. You know, you got to play through the whistle. Yeah. Right? I mean, you, you kind of quit on the play and they didn't. Yep. 
Exactly. I thought, but I thought Jaden settled in outside yeah. of that. Sure. He really knows how to get open. He should have had a ball. Who was it that missed him on that slant throw? Was that Angeli? Yeah, it was yeah. Angeli. It was Angeli. He ran a slant route. Was it on Clarence Lewis? I think it was on Clarence Lewis. I could be wrong on that. He ran a slant route, Vince, from the slot where he just – it was a red zone slant route. He just destroyed the safety or the nickel. Just destroyed. He yeah. was open by six yards. I mean, it was a great route. And the Angeli just sailed it like five feet in front of him. Mm-hmm. But, man, he, he looked quick today, though, Vince. That's the thing that surprised me about Jaden today is going through drills, catching the ball. He had one where he caught the ball and like made like a little quick sidestep, made a guy miss. He's got really nice feet, like really nice feet. Sure. Better than I thought he was going to have, to be completely honest with the events. I was impressed with what I saw from Jaden athletically. I mean, we knew he was big and strong and knew how to run routes, but he's a really sharp athlete, and I wasn't necessarily expecting that because he doesn't do a ton of that in high school. But his his ability to get in and out of breaks quickly stood out to me today. He was uh, He was the – we have the Intel piece. We've seen Rico look good today. I thought Jaden Greathouse. I mean, he had some mistakes. You've got to get lined up. He wasn't sure where sure. he was to be. He had to fumble. But outside of that, I thought he was the most impressive looking freshman today. And that's what I'm, I love about his class. There's going to be days where Braylon James looks the best. There's going to be days mm-hmm. where Rico looks the best. Yeah. Rico had a really nice back shoulder catch again today. Uh, and and then there's going to be days where Jaden looks the best. And today was I thought Jaden was probably the guy that looked the best to me. I will say I did enjoy when they had the three of those guys playing together. Just the three freshmen you on the outside. You see the future and you're like, yeah. man, these guys are athletic. It's like, okay, I could get on board with this. Like it was it was uh it was fun to watch those three working together. Yeah, there was some confusion and there, you know, there was a couple of like a walk on the end was out there. Yeah, and, you're gonna you know, see. Yeah, there was some confusion. But man, when those guys just get up, line up and play, you can see the talent and you can see what the future's gonna hold. And it I'll tell you what, I am not worried about the depth at wide receiver. I'm no. Just, that is just no. one thing that I was super worried about last year that has not even entered into my mind this year mm-hmm. after watching these guys play. Yeah. I mean, just not even close. Not even yeah. close. Yeah, it was it was uh it's an impressive group. And again, they're not even halfway through their first springs. It's an impressive group of yeah. players. There's a right. lot of talent. Just got a lot to work on, as you'd expect. Sure. And again, today the DBs had a a good day. They did. Oh, I agree. And we'll get into that. Vince, I didn't really pay much attention to the offense, the tight ends today, just because, again, it's thin. It was mostly I didn't spend a lot of time on them today. Mostly, they were blocking mostly. They were in slide routes. Yeah. It wasn't a lot to see for me. Did you notice no. anything you feel like talking about? Nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, it was uh, – let me see here. Who did, I, who did I see primarily? It was obviously Mitchell uh, Evans was, was there, and then Holden Stays would come in. And who was the next one in? David Sherwood. Yeah, Sherwood yeah, was in Sherwood. there. And Sherwood had a couple, had several grabs on on slide, quit slide routes against mm-hmm. the Blitz. So yep, yep. And then uh, actually, Justin Fisher was the next tight end in. There was oh really? The, he, Is that twenty three? I was wondering yeah. who that was. Okay. Yeah, that's Justin Fisher. He was the old quarterback at Mishawaka. So, um, so he's kind of worked his way up the depth chart as a walk on. So good for him. You know, yeah. but now he's um, normally a running back, though, right? Isn't he? Like he's been in the tight end room thing? the whole time. Yeah, yeah. he okay. he's I talked to his dad actually a couple of weeks ago and his he has been telling his dad that he feels like he can take the Sherwood role. OK, Sherwood leaves. like that H back thing. OK, yeah, good. So, Which would fit him. Yeah, fit absolutely. his size. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Um, yep. So, yeah, I mean, some good things from the tight ends, but nothing. I mean, look, Michael Mayer isn't there anymore. So, I mean, the tight ends aren't standing yeah. out like they used to. Well, and I'm just – I know the tight ends are going to be fine. So, I yeah, just – absolutely. You know, we've seen them play. I don't – I yeah, just – I can't worried. watch everyone. And so, right. I just wasn't focused on the tight ends today. Absolutely. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's yep. talk a little O-line. Yeah. And for those are we're going to go position by position. We're starting with the offense. So for people that are, you know, we'll get to the defense, I promise. <laughs> O-line today. Joe Walt had one rep where he lost around the edge. And I think it was Baptiste beat him around, like late around the edge. Other than that, he was typical Joe Walt. I mean, he just mm-hmm. he was what he was. Just solid. Just solid. Blake yeah. Fisher's an interesting case for me. I kind of wonder if he might have lost a little bit too much weight. Because he wasn't playing with like the same power today that he normally was. He was moving well, and he uses his length and athleticism to still win, but he just didn't seem to have that same power today. So I wonder if they're trying to work some of that bad weight off. Not bad weight. He had baby weight, you know, the, the young boy weight. that now he's turning into a man, get some of that off, and then maybe reshape him with more lean muscle, get him yeah. back up to 315, 318 with, more, with better weight, healthier weight. I wonder if that's where they are right now with his development because I I just thought he looked maybe a little too light mm-hmm. to me even a three ten but again it's about how you carry your weight had a solid day overall yeah he had some really good battles with Javante Jean Baptiste and we're going to talk about him more later that's the only person that really gave him a lot of problems today was Javante Jean Baptiste he had a solid day Zeke Carroll yep. had a solid day let's talk yep. about some of the other guys yeah so the the yeah, guard play, I think, is what everybody wants to hear about. We we know who's going to start at tackle. And we know who's going to start at center, right? And for me personally, I was like, okay, let's see what the guards have to do today. What, let's just be careful not to talk about, use the word injury, because I'm not sure what we can and can't say with their new rules of what you can and can't say. So uh, just keep that in mind. I don't want to. No, I don't even know anybody that was injured, so we're good. Okay. Good. I, that, yeah, I, I got nothing. Uh, I was just watching the guys that were on the field, so... Uh, you know, they the first team line had uh, had Billy Shrouth at left guard. Yeah, left just go left or right. All okay. Shrouth, Carell, Shrouth, Carell, yep. Fisher, Christophic Fisher. Yep, and that was the the starting five the vast majority of the practice. And so uh, while you were watch, I forget what you were watching, but I went and watched some one on ones uh, that they were doing with the offense and the defense, uh, offensive line and defensive line. And I was kind of charting, and honestly, the offensive line won a lot more than they lost, number one, okay, Uh, across the board. Now, it was funny to me because I felt like Andrew Kristofik lost more than he won on the Mm one-on-ones, the individual one-on-one, him versus a defensive tackle, boom. Like, he, he lost a lot, right? But then they started doing some combo stuff. And so what it, what it was is they would have two defensive linemen against like the left tackle, left guard. Then they would have two defensive linemen versus the interior. So both guards in the center. 
And then they would have two defensive linemen versus the right guard and the right tackle. So when they were doing that, so when he was working with Fisher, okay, he was great. I, I, I mean, he, he just, he works so well in tandem with the other linemen. He's a great teammate as a lineman. And when you're trying to figure out who your best linemen are going to be, how you work with each other is an extremely important piece of that, right? And when it was, so they would twist or they would, you know, they would do some different things. The communication was really, really good. And even when, let's say it was, it was Fisher and Christophic, even when the outside guy went one-on-one with Fisher and the inside guy went one-on-one with Christophic, Christophic did a great job. He did a great job working with the guys next to him. One-on-one, not so much with the guys really good. So if I'm the offensive line coach, I like Andrew Kostovic because he works really well with the guys around him. Let's go to the other guard, right? So a lot of Billy Shrouth today. I thought that at times, and, and I think Brian can back me up. Do you want to go? You want to talk about what you saw early from, from Billy? The early team period, I thought Billy struggled a little bit. Yeah. And the reason why is because he was on his heels a lot. I think he was kind of get. The, I think the blitz period kind of caught him off, not caught him off guard. Like he wasn't expecting it, but like he, he was late to react to it early. He was getting. Uh, he was he was high. He was like like playing high. He's kind of on his heels a little bit, and wasn't consistently getting a push. As you went deeper and deeper into the practice, he mm-hmm. got better and better and better. And I thought ended really well. Yes. Uh, so exactly. I thought early on, I thought Billy was a little inconsistent. He looked like he was swimming a little bit, Vince, to be honest with you. You can yeah. just see it in his face. Like sure. you see his body language. Like, wait, what was I supposed to do there? But, and, and then I think he lost what his first one on first or second one on one he lost. But then he beat, he beat and Rubio, then, yeah. I think at one point. Yeah. Uh, like, powerfully. You know, yes. Rubio. Yeah. Like, like, and there was, there was <laughs> another one where, he was working with uh, Joe Alt, right? And mm-hmm. so it was the two of them. Well, that, that's the thing I was going to say is <laughs> when he started to take offense is when they went to the combo stuff. Yes. That's yes. when you started to see him really – because I think the light went on like, oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. You know, trust your technique. Trust He's a young your guy. Work. Right, right. I mean, I get it. He's a young guy. He's working with the ones for the first time. Yeah. So he's working with Carell. He's working with Joe Alt, you know, for the first time really, right, during these few practices. So – I thought he and Joe Alt just operated like a machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was there was one point I can't remember who the second guy was, but I, I believe they did they did a uh, uh, you know they crossed over on each other, and Jordan Batelho tried to go up against Billy Shrouth, and it I mean Jordan Batelho may have just as well run into a brick wall, like he just got absolutely stoned against Billy Shrouth. Like I mean, he <laughs> was coming around hard. Yes. And hit Billy and was like, whoop. I mean, uh-huh. just, you know, and that doesn't happen. Jordan Patel's no. a 255 pound, 255 pound strong dude. Yes. And he just hit him like, boom. I mean, yeah. just hit him with his hands and just, just like knocked him. Yeah. He had a rep later, Vince, um, that I don't think that you saw. And I'm not sure which, I don't know if it was, it, maybe it was Maris or something like that, but he caught a linebacker on a stunt move and just caught him moving. Like Billy was moving to him. Hit the guy because, like, on the one on Jordan, Jordan kind of hit went into Billy. So, Billy was yeah, able it to was, anchor and just hit, I mean, stone him. Yeah, the one I'm referring to might have been during a, a, a pass play, but 
I can't remember if it was a pass. I think it was a pass play. But he was picking up a stunt, and a linebacker hit him, and, and Billy caught him moving. <laughs> and he took him about five yards and just lifted him off his feet and buried him. Oh, I wish I would have seen that. And I was like, all right, this cat's <laughs> not a joke. This guy yeah. is not a joke. And I just thought during team period he settled in, and mm-hmm. he's just got some technical stuff. Like sure. in, in the run game, sometimes he'll drill you off the line and then stop his feet. You just got to keep working your feet through contact. But he did some stuff, Vince, today where when he's on, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, yes. he, he he fits the mold from a physical standpoint, right? As you're looking at the offensive line, like he fits in. You know, he doesn't look too small. He doesn't look undersized. He He's a big boy. Right. I mean, he fits in. He fits physically. And like you said, th- there were some youthful mistakes for sure. But man, with the with, with he's going to have all spring and he's going to have all fall. I would be shocked if anybody took that spot away from him. I, I really would. It's going to be based tough. on just based on what I saw today. Yeah. Uh, because, and I really wanted to focus on him because I haven't really seen him do anything right. live in front of my face. And today I was not disappointed in what i saw overall he looks bigger than a guy that's only listed at like 304 yeah he doesn't look 304 to me he no, looks like he more doesn't. than that he looks Absolutely. at least three. i mean he may not be more than 304 because yeah, again right. like tim priest and i were talking about this like not because the comment i made to tim was about javante jean baptiste because he's only listed at 255 but the comment i made to him and i and i asked you first but you know i kind of joked that you know vince will never tell me you know if he thinks i'm wrong <laughs> and so I uh, went and asked Tim because Tim will, if he thinks I'm wrong, he'll, he'll tell me. It's why I like talking to Tim. But I said, okay, is it me or does he look bigger than Adi Takumba Ogandiji, even though he's not listed bigger than Adi? He just looks broader, like thicker, like, you know, upper, especially in the upper body. He's got a little narrow torso. I mean, like hip core areas, but he's got thick thighs and he's a thick upper body kid. He says narrow hips, but he looks bigger than that. And and some guys just look bigger than their listed weight or their actual weight. They just carry the weight better. Mm-hmm. Whereas Blake Fisher at 310 looks a little too lean. Other guys at 310 are going to look fat. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. everybody's different. And and so uh, that was kind of that was kind of my question, Vince. Was that right there? Was you know with with Billy is he may only be 304. I'm not saying he isn't only you know more than that, but he just looks bigger than he's stout yeah not fat at all just stout yeah you know and so and he carries that weight really well yeah i think the thing that impressed me the most vince today after his power because he's a very powerful young man Mm -hmm. is hit when his when his technique is correct he moves really well like Mm -hmm. that was the thing i wondered is because he was listed like 280 in high school when he got over 300 pounds would he would he carry that weight well and his foot quickness is what I like. He's got really quick feet when he uses them. Again, that's that young guy. He's got to right. move his feet better. Right. And uh, but he's got some really impressive agility. He is. He, I mean, he's he looks more athletic than Andrew Kristoffit because Andrew has not maintained the same athleticism he had in high school as he's gotten over three hundred pounds. He's still sure. you know qual- he moves well. I mean, he moves solid, but he doesn't their have bodies look different though. Right. Like their bodies are yeah. right. Billy looks naturally big. Andrew looks like he's had to put on a bunch of weight that right. his body's not necessarily like when Andrew Kristoffic stops playing football, he's going to get down to 250 in a hurry. Absolutely. In a hurry. Yeah. Billy's going to be one of those guys that has to keep the weight off. He's just a mm-hmm. bigger bodied kid. So I was impressed by what I saw from him, Vince. He was really, 
a standout for me today. A guy that just as once he got rolling, just had some. You know, he had some misses, but he had several of the more impressive blocks of the day for me. Yes, yeah, he he was he was a bright spot, mm-hmm. a, a major bright spot for me. Again, I went in there wanting to see what he was going to do. You know what I mean? Because the guard spots are open and let's see what happens. And he's a, a young kid who we never really saw last year, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. The last thing we saw of him was his high school film. So what is he mm-hmm. going to do? What is he going to bring being thrust into the spotlight like this? Well, he brought it today. I mean, again, there were some youthful mistakes, but man, I think that kid's going to be really, really good. Yeah. Really yeah, good. Yeah, he, he is. He, he he moves well. Let's talk about another guy that I know people are going to be fired up about, and that's Emil Wagner. I think from Emil today, we saw some things that make you really excited. And we saw some things that he's still a work in progress, which you expect. Sure. Uh, he, he's, he's, I mean, Vince, he looks like a tight end. And that's the, that's the, the he's first thing at, that stands out. He's, he's just, listed at 278. Uh, Cause I just looked it up. Cause I want to see him be that because right. he's incredibly muscular. Right. But he's, he's in, he's narrow hips and not a so big he, lower body. And he carries he, a lot of that weight in the upper body. Cause he's, he jacked. tucks his, he tucks his jersey up underneath his pads, right? Like the, the skill. Only guys offensive lineman I've ever seen <laughs> yes. do that where you're not like, dude, stop. Right, right. Because a lot of linemen like to tuck their jerseys, and I don't understand why, like, dude, people don't want to see that. Right. You know what I mean? But not right. Emil. It's like, all Emil, right. Yes. You do he you, looked, buddy. <laughs> he looks like a tight end, man. Like, he, and it's like, man, I wish he put on a little bit more weight in there, yeah. you know, get a little bit more, for lack of a better term, we talk about this, like a little more ass into him, right? Like jump in the trunk. Exactly, right? right? That's what I would like to see from him. But man, that dude looks like a tight end. And which means his feet are pretty darn good, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he, and he got a ton of reps today because he played right tackle with the mm-hmm. second and the third team. So he got a ton of reps today. Yeah. I thought he had some really good moments. We'll talk about the good and then the bad. His length, here's the thing, his length is really impressive. And he has, re- we we've saw this in high school, but like like Billy, this is really the first, I mean, I mean you saw a little bit of, of meal in fall camp last year, but not a lot. Very little, yeah. You know, uh, this was by far the most extensive. We got to see him in a period where they're actually allowed to hit and with pads mm-hmm. on and stuff, right? has really heavy hands, which we've mentioned in the past. You saw that today. He would get beat sort of off the snap. You could see like, oh, this guy's about to get around him. And then he just reaches arms out and just, boom, knock the guy off course. He's got some really nice natural power. Uh, that was good. He's going to have to continue gaining weight, which we knew. We didn't expect mm-hmm. him to be where he needed to be this year. Sure. And when he knows what he's doing, he's really athletic, very mm-hmm. athletic. So you saw the traits, Vince, that that kind of say, okay, this is why we gave him a five-star upside grade because he has things you can't teach, Vince. He has length for yeah. days. He has really natural, like a heavy – like he'd be that heavyweight fighter that you just don't want to get hook, caught with a hook because he's just – you're going down. Right. It just He's got that really – just that power in his, in his punch – and and he's got really good foot quickness. He's a little tight change of direction, but part of me thinks that might be a footwork thing, not a hip tightness thing, because he bends well. I mean, he's a mm-hmm. good he's a good natural knee bender. So the you saw it, Vince, today. the The tools for him to be a really really good football player were were evident today. There's yes. no doubt. Absolutely, no doubt. Just needs to put on some more weight. I just need him to be a little bit thicker. You know right. what I mean? Like, which will come. keep keep the muscle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing; it's gonna come. We just need him to, you know, 
thicken out a little bit if he wants to be a tackle, right. you know? So, and not a tight end. They got plenty of those. Yeah. Um, give me one second. Sorry, my uh, my wife came down. She's getting ready to leave, and she brought me a tea. So uh, she's getting ready to go to a meeting real quick. So nice. Uh, just needed to say goodbye to her. So I my my apologies. Now let's get to some of the things. Vince obviously got to get thicker, but he he's a, he's a he's very much a work in progress mm-hmm. mechanically. He's very much a work in progress. He uh, he's very inconsistent with his pad level. Uh, when he gets, when he when he has good, like there was one particular play where guy slanted it across his face and he did a nice job of getting his hands on him and riding him down inside. Then there was another play where, um, where Riley Mills beat him inside and Riley just rocked him back. And you could see that lack of size. Riley's got him right. by 15 pounds oh, yeah. and he strolled and Riley just knocked him down and, and made a great play on the backside of the play. That was one Vince where he he his feet were laid out of his stance and he tried to body the guy instead of use his hands to hit the guy because if he tries to body a guy most of these defensive linemen he's going against are bigger than he is, and so you know, it's not normal for I mean, an offensive lineman. Yeah, and and uh, you know but the tools are there. He's just he needs a lot of work. You could see that today. But I was encouraged though Vince by the fact that he does have a lot of tools. There's a lot to work with there when it comes to Emil Wagner. And that was good to see. I was happy to see that. I was very happy to see that. Well, and I was actually happy that he was working with both the second and the third team because he just yeah. got reps. I mean, got a lot of CMU. just got a lot of reps, which is what he needs. I mean, that that's where he's at. And, you know, he knows his role on this team right now. It's to get better, get bigger, you know, the whole thing. They're not having to count on him to battle for a starting spot or, you know, anything like that. It's like, hey, we need you to be a solid backup just in case. Mm-hmm. Get better, get bigger, get stronger. Like that's what yeah. Yeah, that's his role right now. And it, it appears that he's embracing it, which is which is great. Yeah. I didn't see a lot of the other linemen. We saw very little of Sam Pendleton late. He got into a fight with Donovan Heinish, which is great. It was a borderline skirm. I would say fight, skirmish. Yeah, yeah. And uh, didn't see a lot from him today. He does move relatively well for a big guy. I, I didn't see a lot of Ty Chan today. They had him playing at left tackle. Uh, Tosh Baker had some good reps in pass pro Vince. He just has to play lower. He tends to play too high. And when he plays high, guys get under his chest and they rock him back. Mm-hmm. When he sinks his butt, Tosh is pretty good. He just has a bad habit of, of being too tall out of his stance and just letting guys get into his chest. Yeah, and Tosh just isn't a big enough guy to let people get to his chest because he's listed over three hundred pounds, but he's a really long three hundred pounds. So his three hundred pounds is redistributed in a much bigger, you know, wider pack or longer package. He just was a little inconsistent today. He had some really good reps during one on ones where he kept guy from guys from getting his body, uses his length and his quickness to to beat him. And then there's just other reps you're just like, come on, man, you're on your heels, you're straight up, you're letting guys get right into your chest, and you're getting beat. And right. that's the stuff. It's with Tosh. Is you, you just? I, I guess my frustration is you see the reps, Vince, where you're like, man, I really like this kid's upside. But then there's just too many reps, in my opinion. However, where he, you just expect a veteran to be further along from a technical standpoint than what we at least saw today. I agree. Again, it could have just been a bad day. It could have just been sure. a, a bad day. So don't get too much into that. But when he plays tall too, Vince, the other problem is when he when he plays high, it slows him down and he gets slower and stiffer in his in his his pass sets. And 
that's the other part of it too is when he when he has a good base he keeps his base his feet work quick but he gets too tall and is and it, he can't move side to side and so i just i expect him to be a little bit bigger than that ty chan's a big boy i did see that from him he's a big kid didn't see a ton of reps from him today though we saw him going through through, through individual drills but i didn't see him taking any team reps today did you i didn't see him taking any one no the only other person that i saw do some one-on-one reps that actually looked pretty decent was pat coogan um i mean he he won the one i saw him take two reps right he won the one he kind of stalemated the second one yeah you know which okay i mean he stayed in front of the guy but he kind of got bullied back which i called it a stalemate but depending on what the play was behind him that could have been a real problem you know what i mean um it just feels like a strength, like a strength and a, a leverage issue with him and the couple of, of uh, reps that I saw him take. Um, you know, he was kind of rotating in at that right guard behind Kristoffic. That's where he was taking mm-hmm. those reps at. So, you know, do I Who? think Kristoffic? about Coogan. He was playing center. Is that where he was at? Okay. Yeah, he's playing center. Gotcha. It's hard to see during one-on-ones because yeah, like only have on the other side. He, yeah. Center. So, you know. I think he just still needs to get stronger, man, and he needs to keep his base a little bit lower. I mean, he was just getting get bullied a little bit. I, I think I think Pat, when you take Pat on face to face, he's pretty good because he's. I think he is strong. I actually think he is strong. Okay, I'm a somewhat disagree with you, and I think you're going to agree with me. You're going to agree with my disagreement when I say it. The problem is he doesn't move very well. Yeah, and whenever okay. someone gets around him and he turns, he loses all his power because he's just now he's in scramble mode. And that's what I think you saw in those reps, Vince, because I saw reps where he, a guy tries to go at him right one on one, and Pat can move move him. Yeah, he just is not very athletic. And when people move him, or when people can get him to once he turns his hips, it's like Samson getting his hair cut. He loses all his power, yeah. man. And that's what the stuff that you saw today. It's but that's more of a, just a lack of athleticism than anything else. He just he's got to get. He's just got to work on the foot quickness and i just don't know if that's doable to be to be completely honest i'll say someone i did see i didn't see any of rocco during the one-on-ones but i did notice him during team he's physical he really is physical he just had he just he's got the the feet it's just he just has heavy feet but if he can if he can get his feet to just his footwork to be a little cleaner and just get a slightly more athleticism he could do some things because he is a strong kid when he gets his when he gets his paws on he can move you he really can he really can and that's um that was encouraging to see is is to see that competitiveness and that that ability to push people from Rocco today he's worked with the number twos at right guard yep behind Christophic and so uh that was good to see he just Mm -hmm. got to do move his feet better and I think first things first just technically you know there's still room for improvement for him and when he's technically sound he's he's pretty good you know what he is vince he's a bigger slightly quicker version of this hear me on this he's a bigger more talented version of kane madden like that's that's what i'm saying right like heavy feet not going to be a guy you want getting outside of uh, right you know right here but if he can play a phone booth game, he can do some things because he's he's big and he's physical. Sure, he just doesn't move great. Yeah, is that, is that a yeah? I, I see what you're saying. I see I see the comparison that you're making. I just my I start to twitch a little no, bit. I know when that's I hear why the I try, name. To, I try yeah. to prepare you for it as much as possible. <laughs> um, 
Oh, uh, Vince, your volume just shot up uh, right then, just now. I'm not quite sure. Why. Okay. When I've been came, putting myself out, on mute yeah, a little when bit. When you came because... out of that last mute, you, it okay. sounded a little bit loud. The natives uh, are restless. In the... I, I hear that. Yes, I I'm trying that. to mute it. Uh, so that's anything else you want to add about the offense, Vince, before we finish up on the defense? I mean, yeah, I, look, look, the quarterbacks were great. The, you know, when in times the offense, here's what I liked about the offense overall. Okay. A lot of the things I saw that they were attempting to do made me very excited. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, some stuff on the outside, some, some different, uh, putting some people in some different places. I mean, I, I saw glimpses of a lot of things that we've been asking for from this offense for a really, really long time. So that gets me excited. Was the execution super crisp today? At times, no. But it's April 1st. I'm not overly worried about that. But the stuff that I saw was very promising. I love what I saw from the offensive line overall. I think they're going to be really good. I really I really think that, you know, they were picking up a lot of these stunts too. And I'm talking about the first team, right? They were picking up a lot of those stunts. And they were, they were giving their quarterbacks an opportunity to do some things. I, I right? watched the more of the twos during that, during that twist period. And I thought they did a pretty decent job. Especially the right side, the Emil Rocco side, I thought did a solid job with that. Uh, Quinn Murphy at times struggles picking that stuff up because he's not really athletic, but he he at least competes. But I actually thought right. the right side, and I know you're saying you didn't the first team. You're saying that because you didn't see the second team a ton. Right, exactly. Uh, I thought they did a good job picking that stuff up. I did, I did. There's there's just a difference in talent with that second group compared yeah, to the sure. first group. It's a just it's a noticeable gap. I mean, there's a big difference between Zeke Carell and Pat Coogan. Yeah. There's a big difference yeah. between Billy Shrouth and Quinn Murphy. Like big, there's a big difference between Joe Walton and Tosh Baker. I mean, that's really what that comes down to for me is the, why the second team is it's a it, part of that's because of how good and talented the starters are. And then we didn't see Michael Carmody today. We see the Ashton Craig today. You know, we didn't see Ty Chan today. We don't see Charles Jagas. All, no, I mean, that's part of it too, right? I mean, you For got sure. Quinn Murphy, Murphy taking reps with the twos as opposed to Michael Carmody or, or Billy Shrouth. And, you know, he competes, but he's 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 a, you know, he's a walk-on kid. But he, he battles his butt off. He had a really great block on the uh, the long run by, by Jabron Payne. Quinn Murphy was part sure. of the side of the line to yeah. open that up. Yeah. But yeah. he just, you know, in some of those one-on-ones, he's just he's going to get out-athleted more than some of those other guys are. But I thought that technically – you know, and, and assignment wise, I thought they did a decent job picking that up. There was a couple times Emil didn't bump out to a twist, and there was one time Blake didn't get out to a twist. I mean, so there were some misses from the offensive line in that regard. But overall, considering how heavy the pressures were, I thought they handled this, themselves relatively well. Yeah, I, I I have not changed my opinion that I think this offense can be pretty stinking good when yeah. when fall finally yeah. rolls around. So yeah. nothing that happened today made me not think that that was going to be the case. So. Uh, Very excited about where this offense is.